And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. So I am really, really, really curious about today's topic. I'm very intrigued to see, mainly I'm intrigued because I know you and I went in different directions. Yeah. And it's always the best part of this is like, when I look at, look up stuff, I'm like, well, actually when I look up stuff, I'm like, I wonder if Kamna's on the same website. And I really (laughs) think we probably are. I'm in the moment. I'm really thinking that. Yeah. And then. No, you're never, you never inevitably are. So, well, I only think a few times we have been, but today we're talking about comparing ourselves to our younger self, our younger 20 year old, 30 year old, 40 year old, whatever, whatever younger. I mean, honestly, sometimes I compare myself to me last year. So I think it's an interesting topic. Don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. How did your call to action go? That's what I was going to, I was going to say. So I I kind of forgot about my call to action a little bit. Um, I started the week out strong and I did great on my call to action. And then, oh, let me remind you what it was. It was to, I'm going to read it exactly how I wrote it. So hold on. Be more firm with free food. Oh, yes. So what that looked like for me was I already knew that there was going to be free food at the school on a a certain day. And instead of me saying, no, I'm not going to have it and like being firm with it, I planned it in the morning and I said, okay, I am going to have one item, um, whatever, doesn't matter what it is, just pick one item and then, or, and, or I could have a piece of fruit with it if there was fruit in there or vegetables, if they were in there, which there never is. Nobody ever brings fruit trays or vegetable trays. I don't understand it. I don't like they would rather pick up a box, which I'm grateful for all of it, but they'd rather pick up a box of the Cheetos, Doritos, all of that mixed snacks than picking up a veggie tray. And veggie trays are just so much better. Anyway, they taste better. They feel like be price-wise right around the same anymore. Oh, that's a good point. Because junk food is, is not cheap anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, there was not none of that. So I didn't get any of that, but I did. I, I was really firm with it. So I, I did pretty good. So what did, like, if you went to work and you had something planned in the morning, then what did it look like when you got there? So I had it all planned and I had already, I, I'll just say I pre-tracked it and I already, and I just put in a blank amount of points and I did calories. So I did both. So I just allotted for it. And then I just said like 204 points or whatever. And then when I got there, I looked at everything and I went, I said, I was going to have one thing. So which one thing do I want? Mm -hmm. So is that what you mean? Did it help you? Yeah, I think it did because I went, I'm having one thing. So I just have to pick which one it is instead of going in there going, I'm not going to have any, I'm not going to have any, you know, and I think I do that. I think I say, I'm not going to have any. And then I end up having two. Hmm. Because if I break it, the rule with one, I might as well just break the rule with two and then three. Sure. So I think that for me, just saying, yeah, you're going to have one something of one, then I'm like, oh, I don't, 
I'm cool. I don't need to worry about it. So you didn't shame yourself? No, not at all. Oh, that's so good. And they were good. So anyway, how about you? What was your call to action? So my call to action was with my newfound knowledge as a health coach, not to start preaching to people around me when they didn't ask me. Mm, and I failed once and I felt terrible. Wait, what do you mean you only, you only failed once? I only failed once because I felt so terrible. I didn't do it again the rest of the week. Now so we, I, were, we yeah. were somewhere and someone was asked, someone was not asking. Someone's talking about some health problem that they were having. Okay. And I want to help people. So I was like, well, maybe you can try this. This has been known to reduce inflammation, blah, blah. I started going into my whole spiel. And then I saw her face and I thought, what am I doing? But, I just, but she, did, she, she didn't have a tray of food, right? No, no, no. It wasn't anything like that. But okay. I, was, I was just teaching her when I didn't need to. Oh. I didn't need to tell her what to do because she didn't ask me. Oh. And that's part of this, right? Is if you tell somebody, oh, you should eat this, or you should not eat this, or you should do that. And that's all part of the food shaming, food pushing. And I, I recognize it. And I felt terrible the rest of the evening. And I'm like, this is a moment to learn to stop doing that. So I never, when we talked last week, I never thought of that the way you're describing it. I always thought of like it as the plates in front of me or the bag of Doritos in front of me. And you say, you should you be eating that or like that? But with the way you're explaining it now, I think I've done that. Really? Yeah. How do you mean? Oh, like, I, I'm trying to think of an example of just in general, but like talking about foods that's better for you or, you know, it'll give you, uh, for example, the um, goldfish, you know, how we learned recently that there's MSG in them. And I was mm. like. I just will, you know, someone was eating them and I'm like, did you know that there's MSG in those? Like, that's horrible of me. Is it horrible? I, I guess mean, it depends on the person, right? No, I think it's, I don't know if it's horrible. I think so though. It's none of my business, but then again, like I didn't know there was anything in it. So I'm glad, I'm glad that I knew, but I wasn't right. eating it when I found out. Right. Well, so maybe I, it's just risky. Different. We we have these little bits of knowledge. And I've been thinking about this a lot this week because of my call to action. But I have these little bits of knowledge. And then I'm going and preaching to people about, oh, you should do this. And you shouldn't do this. And yeah. that, that's not right. I need to just like take a minute and chill and ask the questions and then let them come to their own conclusion. She wasn't mad at you, though, was she? No, I don't think so. I felt terrible. Did you apologize or say anything? No. Oh, I just wondered. I'm not I, saying you should have. I'm probably just... too embarrassed. <laughs> Did anybody else hear the conversation? Well, you know, it's interesting is I think women in general, we share a lot of information. Yeah. A lot. Like, oh, I eat chia seeds or I put flax seeds in this. Or We share mm-hmm. a lot of information, particularly about food. Right. But it can be about anything. Like I did this and it worked for me. So I think some of the conversation was going in that direction anyway but I didn't like that I did it even though the conversation was like that because that was my call to action to be more mindful of not telling people what to do unsolicited yeah 
But I also think that it is an excitement factor for you too. Sometimes like you, I've seen you talk about uh, things you're learning and things, you know, and you actually, your face lights up, like you get excited talking about it. You're right. I am excited and I, I want to help people. So if I, you, feel like if I have something that could help them feel better, I want them to feel better. Yeah. Right. But I have to be careful. So I'm going to still keep working on this. Okay. I, right. I want to do an update for a, from a couple of weeks ago. You think that's okay? okay? Yes. So you remember I had this um, CTA to do scheduled workouts? Yeah. I've still been doing that. And, and it looks a little differently now, but on the Peloton, and I didn't know this, but there are these things called programs. So you can do a, a program for either arms or a day, like a week program. So I picked this week, I picked a uh, five day pro or five, a week long program. There were five workout sessions and there's two rest days built in. And you have to do it on the day. You can't say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You have to finish that that day. Otherwise, you won't get credit for that program. Oh. And it has been such a a wonderful thing. I don't have to think about what body part am I working. I don't have to think about how long. I just have to do it and get it over with and then be done. So it's a program already there. Yep. Wow. I I don't have to think. It's so good. I like it a lot. I think people don't want to think as much. I don't want to think. I know. I don't want to think either. I think that that's, you're onto something there. Like it set some, like there's reasons why I don't know if anybody's seen the, um, there's like fitness calendars that have all spelled out. Like there's reasons for that. It's because we don't want to think we do enough thinking in our day to day for everybody else that we don't want to think about ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's if I could pay a personal trainer to tell me what to do, I would do it. But these programs are like second best. Yeah, already paying for the app. So why do I not use all the features? Yeah, I thought it was great. Anyway, just wanted to update you on that. Yeah, I'm glad you did. By the way, I have the Peloton app. And I was just thinking about canceling it. I don't have a Peloton. I just have the app. Yeah. And now I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should see if they have programs for if you don't have the bike. Oh, yeah, you can do any of those. I do a lot of strength classes more than the bike classes. Yeah, I love their Pilates classes on there. So I was doing, and I felt sore. I felt sore in my back where I was supposed to. I felt sore in my arms, my legs. I'm like, oh, this is working. Good. Yeah. There's nothing better than a a good hurt. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. All right. Well, sounds like we had an exciting call to action week. So I can't wait to hear what we said for this week. (laughs) <laughs> me too <laughs> All right. so where do you want to start with comparing ourselves to our old self well where I started with this topic was thinking about how when you talk to people or even we've said this ourselves that oh you know when I was younger I could do this or or a couple of years ago it was so easy to lose the weight oh, or, yeah I used to be able to eat whatever I wanted and it wouldn't affect me and now I can smell cake and gain five pounds Mm-hmm. that's where I started because I, I was looking at um, a picture from probably not even two years ago. Maybe it was three years ago, but I was like, I did not appreciate that I was doing great. And, and then I was thinking, 
well, what was I doing that was great? And why was it easier then than it is now? Wait, back up. So you looked at a picture from a couple of years ago and you liked the the, the, the yeah. person you were, the body, the body, the looks, yeah. the, everything. Yeah. Okay. And then, you, so then you looked at it and said, what it was, what was different about then and now? Well, I didn't appreciate that moment, first of all, mm-hmm. but then okay. I was like, well, it seems, it seems so much harder now to maintain even just like status quo yeah it just seems harder and is that truth or is that something in my imagination that's a great question and what did you uncover because I want an answer (laughs) to that um I don't know I think it's layered I think part of it is um when you're really busy Mm -hmm. then things just naturally fall into place you know as kids have left home I'm less busy with them I'm less focused on what I'm cooking for them making sure it's all balanced it's things have fallen off a little bit and maybe that maybe it is aging I don't know I guess we'll find out today okay that's an interesting way to look at it though is like well, first of all, I think it's fascinating and very common. I think a lot of us are going to agree with you when you say you looked at it and you did, and you loved the picture and the the person you were at that point, but we didn't appreciate it at that point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just unbelievable that you don't appreciate it. I'm going to show you the picture. That. That's what I'm looking for. So you oh, I want to see it, but I think you're right. Like I've looked at I've never appreciated any of my pictures. There are some that I've been like, oh my gosh, look at me in that picture. But I've never appreciated myself at that point. I know I didn't in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sad. That makes me sad though. That does. To not appreciate it. Yeah, it really does. So I actually went in a little, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, I went in a different, I interpreted this topic a little different because I look at it as comparing ourselves um, and looking at yourself and going, Oh God, I, I used to look so good. I used to be oh, 20 pounds lighter. I used to be tighter here or my arms were skinnier. Yeah. And I looked at it as a point of, is it good to compare yourself to previous versions of yourself? Is it good? And that's what I, I did dug in deep on that. And I found healthy comparisons and unhealthy comparisons. Here's the picture. First of all, you look great in purple. So does your husband too. He looks good in purple. I know people listening can't see it, but you can watch the video. <laughs> it's a great, you should post it. Okay, I'll post it. Facebook page. I'll our post Facebook it on the Facebook page. page. Is, wait, what? Join our Facebook page, please. Thank you. I'll post it. That's a great idea. I'll post it on the Facebook Facebook page. Sorry, continue what you're saying. Oh, no. So, no, that's, I love when we go off on these side things. Uh, no, I just, so I looked up, it's not really necessarily bad if you compare yourself to your previous version of yourself. However, there's a little caveat there. You have to do it in a healthy way. Okay, what does that mean? So that means like, you, first of all, you have to be cognizant of how your needs have changed from that moment to now. That's a really interesting point. So my needs have told, like my needs have changed from a picture just two years ago versus Mm -hmm. my needs right now. So that was the one thing is like, if you're going to compare yourself to the, your old version of you, you need to be cognizant of that. Like, okay. Yeah. I was 10 pounds lighter, but my needs have 
were different. The second one is you um, be cognizant of how your responsibilities have changed. Oh. So you mean yeah. like family work. Yep. Household duties around the house. Um, maybe your work at work, your work at home, like all of that. Be cognizant of those two things. And those I thought were really important because how many times do we look at ourselves and go, God, look at my, my, I don't know, my, my stomach in that picture. And then you have to immediately, according to what I read anyway, immediately go, okay, yes, look at that. However, this and state what your needs were then and what your needs are now and your responsibilities. That's a really good point. And I think sometimes as we age, we have these, those glasses, you know, that make everything Mm -hmm. look great in the past. Mm-hmm. But the reality is we went through hardships and we went through struggles and clearly we didn't appreciate those moments because mm-hmm. we still had, oh, I wish this was different or I wish that was different. But in that moment, we didn't, we didn't have appreciation for that moment, but you can look backwards and say, you know, it was all great. You forget yeah. all the rough parts and all the hard parts. And yeah, that's a great point. So I thought that was interesting to really start looking at it differently when you do compare yourself to your old pictures. So I love that point. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. So so go back to what you were saying, though. About which thing? About is it really like. Is it age that makes us feel like we can smell something and gain weight again, or is it something else? Well, so then I, I went down this road of myths about aging. Oh, you went down the aging way, which can I just say for the record, totally on aging, but you can't see this right now, but I feel like I'm getting lines up and down lines by my lips. Is it from drinking out of a straw? That's something I'm going to have to research. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm like, you know, you get age lines or wrinkles by your eyes. I get it. On your forehead. I get it. But I'm starting to notice on my um, lips and I'm not a smoker. So it's got to be from puckering up. And I just, just demonstrated it's got to be from drinking from a straw, right? Could be. Ugh. Anyway, I'm now I'm worried about this. Well, would you change your water bottle? No. Well, I might have to change my water bottle, but I don't want to. So I'll have to think about this a little more. Anyway, we got sidetracked. So go on. This is what we do. I know. Um, So I went down the road about myths about aging. So the the first one that I I read was um, the older I get, the less sleep I need. And I've heard people saying this, that I, I only need like four or five hours of sleep as I get older. I slammed my hand down on that one because that one makes me mad. I hear that all the time. And I know you love sleep. Yes. I don't think this one is, it's a, it's a myth because people need on general seven to nine hours of sleep and yep. clearly everybody's different. Someone needs more, someone needs less. Women yes. typically need more than men, but it's just, it was so like, I've heard this from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. As yep. you get older, you don't need that much sleep, but you do because you still need that restoration that happens when you're sleeping. Yes. My first comment to people that say that is you may not need it, but your weight loss does. Oh, I say that immediately. You may think you don't need it, but I promise you your weight loss does. Well, and you know what? Going along with that, it's not just weight loss. It's also your hormone balancing. So mm-hmm. if you're stressed out and you're not sleeping and your body's like, we're in war, cortisol's mm-hmm. up 
everything else slows down, digestion slows down, sleep slows down, thinking slows down. So you actually need sleep. Yeah. And I think you, the thing is people think that they can still speak clearly and think clearly and they're not falling asleep all day, but you have no idea what your hormones are doing inside. They might be falling asleep at lunchtime. And that's why you're starving at lunchtime because your hormones fell asleep because they didn't get enough sleep. Like, it's just, it makes me so mad when people say it. You're getting me all fired up. I, I like the way you explain it though. It's very cute. It just, it just makes, I just feel like the number one thing we should be doing is if we're not getting that sleep is having a conversation with our doctor. Yes. We yes. Really like if you're not be. sleeping, yes. then you need to talk to your doctor. I'm not saying go get melatonin. I'm not saying to go get anything else. I'm saying talk to your doctor and say, I'm not sleeping right. And I think this may be having an effect on my health. Yeah. And I'm going to come to the point, so I don't want to jump ahead, but there's a reason why that happens too, as we okay. get um, and then there was a couple more that I think were important to share is that older adults can't learn new things. Clearly that's not true. It's good for your brain and it's good for memory to keep learning and keep trying new things. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard last week that if you play net sports like table tennis or volleyball or racquetball, not racquetball, um, tennis pickleball. or pickleball, those are all really good for your brain because there's a lot of high eye hand coordination and anticipation of where the ball is going to be. Really? Particularly good for table tennis. Really? Okay. It's good for your brain. Yeah. Um, and, and then uh, one is I'm too old. I can't do X, Y, and Z fill in the blank. I can't exercise. I can't learn something new. I mm. can't quit smoking or I can't give up that habit. I've been doing this this way for X amount of years. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that all, all, I say it by the way, I'm not saying I don't. So yeah. You say that you're too old. I'm sure I've said things like, gosh, I've been doing it this way for how many years or I'm sure I have. Really? I'll say the one thing was, it was just recently was like, there's no way I've always drank cow's milk. There's no way I'm going to be able to switch. (laughs) That was one. I was like, yeah. I'm too old to switch milk now. I'm in my forties. Like, why am I switching milk now? You know I, what I mean? I heard it from somebody this week. They're like, I always eat toast in the morning. If I don't eat toast, I haven't had breakfast. How can I change? I've always had that. Yeah. Cause you're comparing yourself to the same you that's always had the same thing. And we need to, yeah. you need to change things and look at it differently. And the, going back to my questions was like, okay, so yeah, you've always had, well, I'll, we'll use me. Cause I don't want to whoever it was like, yeah, you've always had milk, but have your needs changed now? Yes. My needs have changed now. Things are different in my life. My, my skin was different, which caused me to stop the milk. Like my needs have changed and my responsibilities have changed. So yeah, I, I think it's, you have to look at it and go, all right, it's time to change something. Well, you know, the other thing is, um, talking specifically about the milk or certain foods, because I've had arguments with people. I've always eaten this. I don't know why I would have a problem with this now but our food quality has changed. So the things that we used to eat even 10 years ago, the quality is much different. It's full of contaminants and toxins and carcinogens and things that make us feel sick. That's why I'm a really big proponent. I can't speak today, a proponent of reading food labels because those things are actually making us sick. So So it's not even that you're allergic to 
um, like you've always eaten, like I'm just using goldfish, like you've always eaten them. And now all of a sudden you have a tolerance, maybe the chemical that they're using in it has changed. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it could be. So you, when you say, you know, I used to be able to digest this so easily when I was in my twenties and I can't now, there could be an actual reason for it. Right. Yeah. How many times people say, oh, I used to eat dairy all the time or I, I, I have a perfect example of one alcohol. Oh yeah. I mean, I know so many people that used to drink alcohol and then as they get, they can't anymore. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, I can't drink alcohol like I used to anymore. My body is different. My body has changed. I can't, I just can't do it. Yeah. And the recovery from anything like a, a, a food binge or an alcohol binge or whatever you want to call it, it it's harder now as you get older. Yeah. Man. So then I was, I was trying to see like, what are some of the reasons why we feel things don't work as well when we're aging, you know, right. like maybe it's metabolism or maybe it's movement or things are achy or, um, and part of that is we move a lot less as we age. Oh, I, is, yeah. This was an interesting fact. I, I read as you get older, you move less. And if you aren't active, you can lose three to 5% of muscle mass each decade. Wow. That's a lot. That is a ton. But here's the thing. Muscle- like, I, I don't even think it's an intentional. We're moving less. Do you? It's like responsibilities change. Like yes. if I'm looking at my responsibilities right now, and my kids are t- um, teenagers, I'm moving less already because I don't need to get up 50 times to help them go to the bathroom and go, you know, get them their food. They're more self-sufficient. So that's right. just one tiny example of how I'm moving less. Yes. Now, if 10 years when they're not even living here, I'm going to move even less because I'm not even getting up at all to help them do anything. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I'm there. So it's not even an intentional, you're sitting on the couch watching TV moving less. It's those little things moving less. Yeah. There have been days when I, if I haven't really worked out and I look at my step count, I'm at like three or 4,000. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. If I'm still aiming for that 10,000, that magical number, and I'm at three or four because I'm just sitting or not really, it doesn't, it's not an active day for me. Yeah. It's happened already to me. Yeah. So Wow. I, I never really, and and then guess what? We always say, well, I, every, I'm eating the same way I always have. Okay. Yes. yes. If you're eating the same way you always have and your activity has slowed down even by, let's just say 3000 steps. Yeah. That's a, that's a difference. That is a difference because your, your machine is not running as much as it used to. If you consider your body a machine, if you think about it, when we're, in our twenties or thirties and we have small kids and how demanding that is. Or even if you think about back to when you're a teenager or a young adult and how much you were doing. Right. So your point of responsibilities in your life, how busy you were, you're not sitting a lot. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This makes sense to me. So Three to 5% of our muscles we're losing just by aging. Each decade. Yeah. Wow. So the movement slows down. Our habits sometimes slow down. 
So where, if you're, especially if you're feeding someone else, like children or a partner or a parent or somebody else, you're more conscious of what am I putting on their plate? So is, is it a balanced plate? You know, especially with children, you're like, oh, they need some protein and they need some fat and they need some vegetables. And we have to like, you're always thinking about that. Right. But if it's just you. That's all right. Yeah. I don't need a vegetable tonight. Yeah, I had one in the morning. It counts. Yeah. I had one this week. How about that? <laughs> yeah. So a lot of things change as we age that we don't really acknowledge and give credit to. Very true. Very true. One is we go to the bathroom more too, and we don't want to drink enough water because we are going to the bathroom a ton more. Like that's a common one too. It's like, God, I don't want to drink all that water because I go to the bathroom a million times. I never used to go to the bathroom a million times. Does it bother you as a person who drinks a lot of water? No, I don't, I don't mind going to the bathroom 50 times at all. Yeah. I consider it my need to get up for steps. And sometimes yeah. if I didn't, then I could sit at a TV and watch a show for hours at, at an end. Yeah. So. I, I feel like once your body gets used to the water, though, you don't have to go as often. I don't know Not if that's true I don't find I go as much. Like I drink a lot of the water and when I have to go, I have to go, but I don't think I have to go as often as someone who is just starting to drink the water. Right. Your body adjusts, I think. I think so. Right. Because everything's functioning as it should. Yeah. All right. So what, what else was, did you have other ones for your. So then I went down, does metabolism slow as you age? Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to hear about this one. Cause every a hundred percent of people say my metabolism is so much slower than it used to be. Yeah. And, and in some cases it's true because your body is aging, your hormones are changing, your organs are changing, they're aging. So maybe they're not quite as efficient. That is true. But the main factors for the slower metabolism is the change of your lifestyle. Would like, meaning what activity we were just saying is activity is number one if you're not moving as much even a workout if you're working out and then you're sitting the rest of the day that's not great Mm-mm. that's not great so you need to be getting up every I think for we'll forget what the number was like every 30 minutes or hour yeah, I think it's 30 for five every 30 for five minutes but yes. don't put me on that. It's something like that though. Yeah, I think you're right. So you have to be getting up often and walk around mm-hmm. and then come back and sit. And I don't know about you, but I've seen some older people around me who they just sit and sit for hours. Mm-hmm. That's not good for your body at all. Even if you've had a workout, right. you need to keep moving. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of sad because people then, I mean, including myself will be like, God, I worked out for an hour today or a half hour. I went went to the gym. Yes, but did you come home and sit the rest of the day? Yeah. That's not helping your metabolism. Yes. It's not. It's the constant. And it doesn't mean like you have to be moving 12 hours a day. It's just making, break up with sitting, I guess is what I should say. Oh, yeah. I like that. You know what I mean? Like we need to break up with it. Yeah. By the way, I I wrote down when you were talking your organs are aging. And I've never thought of my organs aging. And I don't know how I feel about it. I feel, and maybe, maybe, I don't know. I have to think about it, but I've never, 
nobody's ever said that. It just clicked in my head. Like, yeah, that's right. Like my organs are aging too. Yeah. Well, our bodies are getting older. I mean, that's just a fact. Yeah. It's not just our skin and our hair and whatever. It's our whole everything inside, outside. But when, I don't know. I don't ever think of the inside organs. I always think of my skin, my hair, my, um, you know, my appearance more than anything else. My muscles, I will think of even before I would think of like my organs. Well, that's the other thing is that if you're older and you're not really lifting weights, that's, that could be really problematic because the more muscle mass you have, the more efficient your body is at burning calories. Yes. That's what Jordan Syed always says. He's like, you have to have muscle in order to burn your fat. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us don't have, I mean, I'm working on that muscle part, but that's, it's hard to do. It is hard to do. Yeah. So what do you think we we should be doing? Well, so then I went down, how do we slow down aging? Okay. Because obviously we don't want to get old. It's not fun. And there's lots of things associated with oldness and pain and whatever. Um, one is to eat anti-inflammatory foods. Okay. And some examples are fruits such as strawberries, blueberries, and oranges. Mm. Olive oil. Okay. I'm ready. It's, it's a good fat. So good fats are really, really necessary um to slow down arthritis okay um leafy greens yuck no really yeah you don't like greens no but go on I like the only lettuce I like is like romaine and it's not very green I'm gonna make you a salad next time I see you oh man you're gonna love it I hope um anything with omega-3s so I'm not a a fish eater but salmon is supposed to be really good at that flax so how seeds. do you get your omega-3s in flax seeds and okay. now that you ask me I can't think of any because <laughs> I don't eat fish either and I was I've always hear that and I'm like gosh I probably should take a vitamin on it but I just I, I guess I'm lazy but I know there's some other foods that I really just cannot remember right now okay um also nuts such as almonds and walnuts okay I, I interesting thing I heard was that walnuts they look like the brain and they're good for your brain. Oh my gosh, who I heard that too. Where did I hear that from? Well, maybe it was you. No. <laughs> so eating those foods are good because they're anti-inflammatory and they're definitely good for your body. Uh, moving your body. Okay. Yes, we've covered that one. Moving your body is so important. Sleep. Hmm. And reducing stress. Yeah, that one is a harder one, I think, for a lot of people. You think so? Yeah, I do. I just think that's it's. This is one of those things that's hard to change if you've always been one to stress over things for 40, 50, 60 years. That's a hard thing to change and really retry and focus. But you can do it. Like you can teach yourself new tricks and new ways to cope with it. You really can. Yeah. It's just hard. It is. One of the things that when I've heard people saying, you know, I I lost 50 pounds 10 years ago and now I'm having such a hard time. 
And the mindset is like comparison of how you were 10 years ago to what you are now and mm-hmm. having the same expectation that you should be able to do it, everything exactly the same. Yeah. And like I, you, think that's I think we use, we use our 30 year old self as that benchmark. And we, and that's ridiculous. Like yeah. you can't compare your 30 year old self to who you are today. It's just, it's just not a way to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think when we when we start thinking about those kind of things, like, oh, even five years ago, I was so fit and I was so blah, blah, blah. The problem is we need to compare ourselves to right now. We right. might have different medications. We might have limitations. We might have pain. We might have lifestyle changes. There's a whole host of things that are different now that maybe even from a few years ago was not there. Like yeah. you said, at, when we started. Yeah. I have two questions that we should be asking yourself when we do catch ourselves on that road. Like when you catch yourself looking at that picture that you showed me the view Two, the number one question I think we need to go back to and ask ourselves is, am I doing, am I doing my best right now to look like that? Because sometimes we're not like, you're like, I'm not doing my best. I'm not moving as much as I should, or you know, like that's a great question to really dig in deep and ask yourself. The second question is, am I forgetting the fullness of my current life? Yes. Oh, I love that one a lot. Like we look at that and we go, oh, remember that? But are you forgetting how full your life is right now? That's a really good point. Right? Really good point. Where there's so many blessings now. I don't have to get up in the middle of the night to take care of my babies. Right. I don't have to do those. I don't have to wipe anybody's butt yet. You can sleep in. Yes. Like that's a full, that's a part of like, and that's what we have to remember is like, yes, you can look at yourself and you can compare yourself and you can say all these things, but you have to do the work behind it and yes. not, not in that negative way. Be like, yeah, look at me then, man. Yeah. But you forgetting that she had to get up at two in the morning or like you said, like, you yeah. know, or she had to get up for work. If you're sitting at home and you're, you know, you're retired now, like, yeah, but you you get to make your own schedule now. You know, yes. like there's things we need to be rem- cognizant of when we look at those. I think you're absolutely right. So we just need to make sure that we are looking at our current state mm-hmm. and and maybe what are the limitations, but also, also what are the blessings? Mm-hmm. The blessings is so important, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. The other thing to look at is what did that person have to give up to look like that? For some of us, that's a question to ask yourself. Like, remember the sacrifice, the restriction, the obsessions that you might've had to look like that. And were you truly happier? That's a good question. Like when you look at the picture, now this is more so a relate, a weight related than it is a, a hair color or wrinkly wrinkle one, but like, were you truly happy in that? And maybe you were, but, you know, recognizing that. I think that's such a good point. Yeah. So good questions today. And by yeah. the way, when I look at pictures of me at my thinnest, I was not the healthiest. Yeah. So that's another question that I have to ask myself is, sure, but was I healthy? Yeah. We were cleaning up my parents' house and I found obviously there's a lot of pictures and videos and stuff. And I was looking at some of the videos when I was, I mean, the pictures when I was young. So it was very thin. Oh my God. I want to see pictures of baby Kamna. Anyway, go on. 
as a baby, I was cute, but as a teenager, <laughs> not so much. But it, you know, then you're like, I, I was weight wise, I was probably rocking it, but I don't know that I looked my best. Really? Because I was so thin. Oh, really? I, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Wonder if you were underweight, do you think? For my height, I don't think so. No. It's just, it's interesting to think about it. I think we just need to have more appreciation for we, who we are in our current moment. Yeah. That's what this is all about, really. Like this entire topic of comparing ourselves to previous versions of ourselves all comes down to the fact that you can, if you're going to do it, because I think it's, we're all going to do it. You have to reframe it and put it in a positive, positive note. Yes. Look at you full of so much wisdom today. Oh, I just am. I'm so full of it. I love it. No, but so All what's right, your, what? yeah, call to action time. Um, my call to action, it's a simple one. Okay. But I think, cause I was thinking about the movement and how it's changed and how now after we eat dinner, we just go and sit down. So I was thinking, especially as the weather gets nicer, I'm going to try to do at least a 10 to 15 minute walk after dinner. Okay. Because it's supposed to be better for digestion and lowering yeah. your blood and all that stuff. So I've I'm heard gonna, it's great to do that. I'm going to try to take a walk after dinner and I'm going to try to make my husband go with me. Really? <laughs> we'll see if he goes. Oh my gosh. That would be great. I can't even believe that would be, I would love it. Um, so my call to action is a little bit different is I, I, I put on clothes and I go, God, I used to look so much better in this. And those clothes, if I say that, I need to pull out of my closet. Oh. Yeah, I just need to get rid of them. Like, if I'm comparing it and saying, you used to look so much better in this, then it's not making me feel good. That is so good. And I don't, by the way, I don't have clothes from like 20, 30 years ago. I have some, but not, not even five. I don't, I think I can name like three. But like, why am I keeping them if I'm saying you used to look better in this? Mm-hmm. right well there's a reason you stopped wearing it right because I didn't look good in it <laughs> so I kept it who knows why but anyway I'm gonna have to do that I think I'm gonna that's do a great one closet clean out I think a little bit oh yeah. I can't wait to hear and I can't wait to see can you need to yes. post pictures of your your piles oh my gosh as long as I'm not wearing them as I post pictures of them because some no, of them <laughs> unless they're really out there by the way do you remember one of, one of our very first podcasts maybe one week two three four I talked about my full-length mirror yes and I move it all yes. everywhere yes I think I moved it six times today and David said to me are you ever and it's by the way it is still in its packaging that it came in that with like the cardboard around the corners and he's like, are you ever going to like take it out of this and put it somewhere? I said, no, because I love moving it in all of, I literally moved it. I put it in the kitchen at one point today. I put it in my bedroom. I put it in the bathroom and I put it in the hallway, four different places this morning. Why? Because I didn't like the way I looked in any of those rooms. Oh, that makes me so sad. I know, but that's my obsession with this stupid mirror. One of these weeks, it's going to be to hang the mirror and just leave it somewhere. I'm not there what yet. Do you, what do you different when you move it around in the different rooms? There's different lighting and different angles. Like I can see my whole body from this spot or this spot. I can just see from here down, you know. 
You should get a dressing room there. I should get help is what I should get. <laughs> I'm literally, David was like, mom, it's still in its, I go, it's going to stay in that cardboard because it's easier for me to move it around that way. You're so funny. Anyway. <laughs> well, we got our to-do list this week. Yours is bigger than mine. Well, I probably won't do all of it. I'll probably just tackle a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, a little bit's okay. A little bit, right? So I'm curious to see how you feel as you get rid of these pieces. Yeah, if I'm sad or I'm going to feel naked. I might not have anything left. It'll be good, though. I know. I'll go shopping with you. I love shopping. All right. That's a deal because I hate it. So you could help me. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great week. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna.